Welcome to Grammy Says. Today, we're going to learn about being kind. Coco Bear is going to show us how. The friends were at Grammy's house, just finishing lunch. She had made a favorite meal, mac and cheese. There was a big bowl of cherry tomatoes from her garden, too. Did everyone have enough? Anyone still hungry? Conrad and Jaden had already had second helpings. Jenna was almost done with her meal. Courtney and Crystal were eating more cherry tomatoes. Luke had licked his bowl clean. We're all done, Grammy, Crystal said as she popped one last cherry tomato in her mouth. I know why they're called cherry tomatoes. Courtney explained they were the size of a cherry. Everyone there knew how big cherries were, as they had eaten cherries off Grammy's cherry tree earlier. We have tomatoes, too, added Joseph. I wonder why Coco Bear didn't come for lunch today. He does like to eat. Anton liked it when he and Coco Bear got to play together. They liked wrestling with each other, and Coco was softer to tumble with than Anton's big brothers. Coco Bear had an adventure helping his neighbor early this morning. He got so covered in mud, he had to be washed and dried. He'll be coming later. What happened? His neighbor hasn't been too friendly to Coco. Why would he help him anyway? How did Coco get so dirty? He doesn't like mud. Everyone had questions and was talking at once. Grammy put some Rice Krispie bars on the table. I'll tell you about his adventure while you eat the dessert. Coco was in bed sleeping very early this morning, even before Ari was awake. He was awakened by the sound of dogs barking and someone shouting. He heard, Help! Help! Help someone! Coco popped out of bed and didn't even try to get the sleep out of his eyes. He ran outside and listened. Sure enough, the neighbor's dogs were barking, trying to get someone's attention. Their master was in trouble. The shouts continued and they were coming from the back of Coco's neighbor's house. Now, we know this neighbor of Coco's doesn't like anyone coming on his property, not even to look for monarch eggs on the milkweed in his ditch, nor retrieve a stray ball. But Coco knew this was different, and he scurried onto the property behind the house. What did he see? What was the trouble? Who needed help? The gang was so curious about what their friend encountered. His neighbor was stuck, really stuck in his little pond. There really wasn't much water in the pond, so it was more like a big mud puddle. Help! he cried again. There was now enough daylight to see in shadow the neighbor's need. Coco waded into the pond. The neighbor was sitting in the muddy water, his head and shoulders showing. His neighbor's leg had caught in a tangle of rocks and barbed wire that was just below the surface. He had fallen. 
and twisted his legs so badly he couldn't get up nor get close enough to untangle his hurt leg from the rock trap. Hey, you, help me! The neighbor didn't know Coco's name, but he certainly wanted help. Coco waded into the pond, being very careful to not slip or get caught in the rocks and barbed wire, too. He was able to get to the leg and move some rocks and wire so the leg got free. He did get a tear in his paw, but he kept working. With the leg freed, Coco helped the man out of the pond. The neighbor had to lean heavily on Coco for support. Coco struggled to keep both of them upright as they took the steps to the shore. Thank you, said his neighbor. The two old dogs came over and started licking mud off their master. Both the dogs had some scratches, too, and looked weary. We had quite a time with some raccoons. A bunch of them came to my garden to feast on my corn. Usually my dogs can scare them off with a few barks, but not today. The coons must have really wanted the corn and knew my old dogs have more bark than bite. The coons went after the dogs to scare them away, and my dogs weren't going to stop trying to protect my garden. So there was a fight. That's what I heard, and I dashed out to help. My dogs were not faring well, and I had to try to save the dogs. Raccoons can be nasty when they know they have the advantage. I had to find something to use for a quick weapon and saw a good-sized stick by the pond. When I tried to pull it out, I got pulled in. It was stuck in the rocks and wire that soon entangled me. You know the rust. My shouting caused the raccoons to leave. Oh, wow. Shall I call 911 for you? Coco offered. I'll see how I'm doing first. If, if you could find me a stick I can use as a crutch. Um, I need to get back in the house. I'd be a very appreciative of your help. Be careful, don't take a stick from the pond. Coco did find a good-sized stick in the woods that his neighbor could use for a crutch. Coco stayed with him, too, assisting as much as he could, helping getting the man into his house. The dogs followed, barking happily. They were glad to see their master on his feet. Then Coco went home and took a bath, but that wasn't enough to get the pond stains out of his fur. He came over here. I patched up the tear in his paw and gave him a good wash. He's drying off now at home. It takes a while for all his stuffing to dry. Coco's adventure reminds me of a Bible verse we are learning at home. Ephesians 4.32, Conrad remembered. My dad learned it as a boy, he said, and that's why we're learning it too, Jaden added. Yes, that is a good verse for this adventure. Can you say it for us, boys? Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, 
just as God in Christ forgives you. Good job. Yes, I used to have my boys say that one too. And Coco was kind to his neighbor and tender-hearted by going over to help him, even though his neighbor hadn't been very neighborly. Just then, Coco Bear came into the kitchen. Hi, everybody. Did Grammy tell you about my adventure this morning? Yes, yes, yes. Well, there is more to the tale. My neighbor's son came over to my house and told me that my neighbor is doing fine. And he also brought a thank you for me. The son lives across town, and, and my neighbor called him up and asked him to get me a gift certificate for the toy store in town. Who wants to come and help me pick out my reward? Ha! That got the gang moving and up out the door. Thanks for lunch, Grammy. Love you. See you. Oh, we're going to have some fun. Bye. Well, <laughs> Coco learned that being kind is just what God wants us to be. And it can bring rewards, too. I have another story today about forgiveness that a fifth grade boy wrote. It's called Forgiveness 101. Larry Moore looked like he was going to cry. It had been a hard day for him with his schoolwork being so hard and his brothers had to make it harder for him. Larry decided he hated his brothers. No, he thought, that is not right. But did God really know about things like this? Well, thought Larry, he should because God forgave mankind when they killed him. That would take a lot of forgiveness, more than it would take to forgive my brothers. So he decided to forgive them. Larry sat on his bed and waited for his brothers to come and ask forgiveness of him. Then he remembered what they had read in Wisdom Booklet that day about the offended going to the offenders and forgiving them. The offenders are often bound by guilt and cannot come, so the offended have to go and unbind them. Larry went to his oldest brother's room first and knocked on his brother Jerry's door. Jerry's voice came from inside the room somewhere. Who's there, he said. Larry, answered Larry. Oh, said Jerry. Come in. Larry walked in. Jerry can keep his room so neat, thought Larry. What do you want, asked Jerry. Well, I, I came to forgive you for what you did to me today, answered Larry. Oh, said Jerry. Thanks. I felt so bad about it, but I just could not go to you. It it seemed like I was tied to my bed. Yeah, that happens to me sometimes, said Larry. Well, see you later. Next, Larry went to his younger brother's room. His brother Tom's room was always a mess, but it was also warm and cozy. The door was open, and that signaled that he was not in. Hmm, where is he? wondered Larry. He is always in this time of day. Maybe he's out riding his bike, Larry thought. Well, I will just have to wait for him and forgive him when he comes in. 
So Larry went back to his room, but before he got there, he saw Tom walking toward him. Tom had obviously come from Larry's room. When Tom saw Larry, he hurried toward him. Larry, said Tom, I have been looking for you. I want to apologize for the way I treated you today. I am so sorry. Will you please forgive me? Yes, said Larry. I forgive you. Good, said Tom. I am glad. A little while later, Larry was in his room. He thought about the day and was glad he forgave. He found it was good to follow God and do what he says. Well, that is so true. Now, I have a little song I wrote to help us learn this lesson of being kind. Be kind to one another, your dad, mom, sister, and brother, your aunts and uncles and cousins, grandfather, grammy, and neighbors. Be tender-hearted, forgiving, just as Jesus forgives you. Think what you'd like others to do, then do the same for them. Be kind to one another, your dad, mom, sister, and brother, your aunts and uncles and cousins, grandfather, grammy, and neighbors. That's all for today, my friends. <laughs> Love you. Bye from Grammy. <laughs>